This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Are we alone? What is already here? Is the thing that goes bump in the night real or imagined? I'm paranormal reporter Nolan Guthrie, and this is Mysteries and the Unexplained on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. What are your prime directives? Serve the public trust. Welcome, everyone. I'm Nolan Guthrie paranormal reporter and director of the Guthrie Learning Center of the Unexplained. I met Ken Napsok while he was a disc jockey for KWBR in Pismo Beach, California in the mid-90s. I was there investigating urban legends like the ghostly white lady of the Napomo Mesa and the alleged haunting of the historic Rose Victorian Inn in Oceano, California, later called the Crystal Rose Inn. From there, a friendship grew over a shared desire to search for Bigfoot. And now we're here. With the mysteries and the unexplained on the Knapsack Files podcast feed, we're very happy to be here. My first guest today is a filmmaker turned UFO alien expert. I'll let him explain more. A sighting in Michigan years ago during the filming of an independent film changed his life to tell that story and to dive in deep to the mysteries and the unexplained. Please welcome filmmaker Riley Kelbert. Thank you very much for having me today. This is a this is a huge honor. Uh, I appreciate um, well everything you've you've said uh, so far. Well, your story is fascinating to me because you were, shall we say, someone who was not concerned with the unexplained. That's correct. You were pursuing your films as a Hollywood filmmaker. That is correct as well. Uh, you made uh, an independent film, I do believe, uh, and you had to shoot for tax purposes in Michigan. That is correct, yes. Um, it was a horror movie that uh, was uh, based uh, a lot of uh, you know personal stuff growing up, and um, so it was, uh, it was before crowdfunding. Mm. So uh, what I did was uh, funded it myself by asking family, and uh, so we got enough money, and we went out to Michigan and uh, to film the thing. And uh, as you mentioned, u- utilizing the the tax credits, mm-hmm. and that's when um, my life changed as I know it. Um, yes, so to speak. Let's talk about this. Uh, your story is documented. Uh, you can go uh, throughout this show here on the mysteries of the unexplained. I will give you websites for research where you can find other stories, where you can share your story. Uh, websites like the shadowlands.net, bigfootsightings.org, and the nuforc.org, which is the uh, website that has a lot. We know that there's not all of them, but it's the National UFO Reporting Center, and I believe this story can be found on there. That's correct. It has been documented. Um, the dates do check out. Uh, I was there uh, for it, for the for the phenomenon. 
And when, when was this? When uh, was this? this was in 2009. Uh, I believe the days are still a little bit uh, sketchy in my mind, but okay. it was uh, anywhere between the end of September 2009, I would say around September 21st, uh, between October 5th is when the phenomenon happened. And I do believe that I, I can't remember the date because mm. of the severe flashes in the sky. Do you, I was going to say, is yes. there anything that happened in this incident, this encounter, that may have affected time itself? Uh, that's what I believe, yes. So I, I will paint the picture. Um, I, yes, was, I was with my associate producer and uh, the director of the film. Mm. Um, and as we were walking on a location scout, uh, we noticed a hovering light with a green halo around it, just mm. yay over the horizon. And it was traveling probably uh, exactly, mm. uh, at least, uh, but more precisely, 50 knots against the wind. And then it stopped against the wind completely in the sky and hovered there with the green halo. Mm. Now, my director at the time, yeah. uh, who I'm going to not name because he is um, at the moment... Mm. Between things, and he's asked me not to to say his name out loud. So Kai said that this is happening mm, yeah. again, and I said, "What ha- what is happening again?" And he said that that they're here, they're here. Said the unnamed, said Kai. Yeah. Director. So Kai said that they're here, and I said, "Who?" Mm. And he said, "Fair question." They're back. Wow. And. It was my understanding then at, uh, at that moment that he was referring to aliens. And for me, I was looking at this ball of light right. with a halo around it, as I mentioned, and I said, aliens, that mm. looks like a UFO. And he said, yeah. So well, and it should, we always do say aliens and the UFO are not necessarily the same thing. Uh, there are government experience, uh, experiments. Uh, I am a, totally aware that I'm a believer in many sightings being nothing more than weather balloons and fancy aeroplanes. Correct. But aliens, more often than not, is the answer. That's where I was going with this because I've seen a number of military exercises. In mm-hmm. fact, I come from a long line of military personnel. Okay. My father was in the Air Force. My mother was in the Air Force. My grandfather was in the yes. Army. Okay. My great-grandfather was, uh, well, he was a desk clerk um, at the post office, but he did send a lot of letters from military. But So I come from a long line of this, and we mm-hmm. always look at these phenomenons as... Mm-hmm. Experiments, so to speak, but mm. because Kai was with me, or who will yeah, remain yeah. nameless, um, this person has mm. believed that he was he was uh, he had been abducted a number of times okay. by aliens, and so he said, "When they're back, I remembered that story he told me, right. and I immediately deduced that this was no weather experiment, and that this was in fact aliens right. buzzing the tower to use the the parlance of of." youth, yes. or at least Top Gun reference. From the, the motion picture Top Gun, yes. So, um, your friend, the unnamed uh, producer and cohorts, did yes. he, uh, was he a Michigan native, or were you both in there? No, he was shoot? He was not. He was, uh, we flew him out, especially from uh, Los Angeles or Hollywood. Sure. Um, and, uh, where we, dreams are made. Where dreams are made. Absolutely. And he, he, uh, submitted his reel to okay. our Craigslist ad. And is that a normal process to get a job in Hollywood? Uh, I would say so. I, okay. I, I would say that Cra- uh, Craigslist is an untapped resource mm. for talent. What about tagging creators on Twitter? 
I, I know it's been done, and, and in fact, I've now done that mm. um, uh, moving forward. This is this okay. was a lot before yeah, things Twitter. Things are changing in the business. Things yeah, okay. are changing. This things is 2009 and old school type of. Right, right. Twitter uh, with just but a, a, like responding in its to infancy a, at the moment. A digital want ad, basically. Sure. So, sure. Uh, Kai, I'm so sorry. We'll cut that out. Uh, yeah. Your friend. Gets the job, but he's not a Michigan native. He is not. He, no. he uh, was just a native of filmmaking and a native of um, of life, I think it's sure, what he Sure, a student of life. Dude, did he feel at the time that they had followed him there, or was this a coincidental encounter with the unexplained? This is where it gets interesting. Mm. Uh, yes, they followed him. Wow. So from what I've learned from from the man is that sure. he said is that he has been abducted no less than 60 times in his life since he was very young. 60 times. And that he believes that much like uh, National Ge- Ge- uh, Ge- Geographic Geographic is does, the publication. Yes. Much like Ge- Gra- Ge- National yes. Geographic does is that You could they, say Nat Geo if it's Nat easier. Nat Geo does is that they ta- they take sharks out of the ocean mm. and they tag them and sure. then they put sharks back in the ocean and they and they and then they monitor. Right. And so what what uh, Kai said was mm. that they did in fact tag him Mm-hmm. on one of these multiple alien visits and they, they have put him back out into the wild, so to speak, and that they have been studying him ever since. Now, this was information that probably would have right. been important for him to tell me at the time when we hired him right. because I didn't want to bring any unwanted eyes and or uh, problems. Uh, yes, you you're know, making any, a motion picture. You don't want alien interference. Correct, or or, or, or anything, TMZ or the press. Mm. or So I just wanted to keep some... but. But what I learned very quickly on um, as we were prepping and we were in the woods, um, which was where we were in Michigan, it was near Lake Michigan, which mm-hmm. is a town. It's not Lake, the, the lake, because right. you can't film on a lake. You can't you have be a hard. Yeah, it'd be very hard. A, but a floating platform. Right. And, and, and this wasn't Joth. No. <laughs> you know? I don't understand the reference. No, it's, <laughs> it's a great movie. But so, yes. uh, but so, but it was Lake comma michigan which is a city outside of flint michigan and so there we were in the woods Mm. and um one of the nights that we were prepping he basically told me all the stories of his alien abduction that he does believe that aliens are there before the encounter or after the encounter before the encounter before the encounter as we as i'll get to so sorry i i don't mean to cut you off no it's fine it's fine um when i knew so when i he told me all these stories about aliens and the abduction and Mm -hmm. he truly believes in their existence and I right. I rolled my eyes and I did the thumb trick with him because I said I don't get this and so I I showed him my disappearing <laughs> thumb. Simple to, magic trick to show you correct. do not believe in the phenomenon. Everything of can be explained. Yes. You f- roll your thumb. Yes. And there it is. It's it's that's life, right? That's what many think. That's right. So uh, now I imagine we have a different tone. I do. Because what I saw mm-hmm. that night yeah. and what I learned after is that when those lights appeared overhead, mm-hmm. um, I, I believed for the very first time that we were not alone in this galaxy. Right. And so... I'll, it's a I'll, transformative experience. It was. It, it was something that has mm-hmm. deeply affected my soul. I have never yeah. been the same. I have now studied ever since that day. Absolutely. My next uh, five features all are about alien abduction and aliens. Okay. Um, they all are um, currently being crowdfunded through Twitter. Um, Not with the family, no. Okay. No, the family, uh, I, I don't speak to them anymore, unfortunately. Um, is that related to the encounter? Uh, absolutely, yes. Okay. They, they have disowned me, um, but that is... Of a radio 
mm-hmm. something show. Do you for make? Uh, time. Do you put these films on the YouTube channel? Uh, I have a uh, son who makes videos. Uh, no, no, I don't uh, do YouTube because okay. um, I I do believe that YouTube is actually stealing from creators. I do believe that's probably true. So YouTube is having their own issues that I don't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is from the ground level build our own video sharing website, right. Right. Uh, which is a, a part of the crowdfunding that you can see on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tagged a numerous of people. I've tagged Walt Disney a number of times, uh, uh, um, Jack Bezos. Um, I've, I've tagged yes. Teslatron. I've tagged a number of people waiting for them. Right. Because I think they understand more than anything what I'm trying to do. Right. Which is crowdfund a new YouTube platform and also make my five features all from the point of view of an alien abductor. Because you've, were you yourself abducted? You keep talking, or you just ex- inspired by your unnamed cohort's story? So I'll go back to the story. So when that yeah, light was when hovering. Take me to the Michigan forest. So when the light was hovering over the woods uh, and Kai yeah. said, or, it's yes, we'll bleep it out. Later. Thank you. Uh, Kai said, "Here we go again," and I said, "Well, that that look, what is that?" And he said, "It's the aliens. They're coming back They're for back. me." And I said, "What?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "Really?" So then we're sitting there, and that light stopped. It hovered it's in the sky. There. It stopped. Literally, it defied the motions of graphics of of it's, physics, and it just stopped. And then know, it emitted. You know. A light that exploded uh, over the, the horizon. The light exploded. The light lit up the treetops okay. and everything around us. And I probably should mention that I also had my associate producer there who screamed right. and ran back into the cabin. A it third scared person, him so much. Scared him so much. A yet to be named. Right. Uh, so he ran away from the scenario. Correct. So he ran. And we were right there, and we couldn't believe it. Now, at this okay. point, the light started to drift off into the horizon, going right. off into the sky. Mind you, the whole halo of green light was still around it. And Kai said to me, did you see that? I did said, you yes. See it? And then all of a sudden, it Gone. disappeared. Disappeared. Into the sky, becoming one of the stars off in the distance. Disappeared. Now, mind you, in that moment, mm-hmm. another unidentified flying object and or alien came up behind us. A second one. A second one. Flashed the lights again. Okay. I screamed. You screamed. I don't remember much after that. Okay. This is where I believe I was transported to another dimension. Okay. And in time-space continuum, as Uh I've learned. Which is tricky. There is no time. Yes. There is a continuum of time, mm-hmm. but it all exists in space. It's very confusing. I understand. Uh, a lot of people report coming back in modern times in this locked in a space con- time continuum conundrum that uh, their Google Calendar app only shows ha- happy face. That could be I didn't have the Google Calendar app at, well, the, at time. the time. It was not uh, in play. But when I woke up, right. I was in the broom closet of the main house where we were shooting the film. Okay. And I was sitting in the bucket that we used to put water in and clean up the floors. Right. Okay. I woke up there. I came out of the closet. I asked what happened. Mm-hmm. And Kai was on the couch and he said, you have no idea. And I said, no, you know, I no. don't. I don't remember anything. Don't. So the last thing I remember was right. that second light that flashed 
causing my paralysis, my amnesia, my not knowing where I am. Until I woke up there, I asked Kai, how much time has passed since that light flashed? And here's what's interesting. Okay. He said one minute and 27 seconds. Is all the time that it passed? Is all the time that passed. How much time did you feel had passed? I felt like at least three years had passed of my life. Do you have memories of those three years? No, uh, nothing, nothing. Nothing. Maybe a uh, relationship started and ended during this time. Could be. Could uh, be. Meals purchased. I anything? Have, I have no idea what happened. Okay. All I remember, I was in the forest. Right. Then I was in the broom closet. In the broom closet. Do now, you think that the, was a, a symbol uh, from your abductors? I'll get there. So what I do believe, Ooh. though, this is the what the interesting part is okay. about the space-time continuum. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. the where we were in the forest, is at least a five-minute walk from the main house. Okay. So if I was out for one minute and 27 seconds, right. how do you explain myself getting back to the broom closet within that time when I at least need five minutes? Virtually impossible. It is impossible. Mm. It is impossible. Completely impossible. It is completely impossible. Okay. So I do believe that my consciousness mm-hmm. and body left... Our atmosphere, our Earth, right. whatever you want to call it, our space-time continuum, mm-hmm. for exactly one minute and 27 seconds, and then I was deposited back into the closet. Okay. At that moment, yeah, probably on, you know, one minute, 26, and yeah. 59 seconds. And a half, okay. And there I was. Now, I asked Kai, mm-hmm. where were you? Yeah. And he said he just walked back and sat down and just started drinking. So, you in, tell me. In a minute, uh, 45 seconds, Minute fifty. You know, I didn't even think about that. A lot of people don't during these circumstances. Um, How did he get back? uh, He could have been abducted again. Could have been the sixty-first time. It could be. Um, Do you still have contact with this gentleman? Oh yes, we do. Uh, He's actually going to be directing all of the next five features. Do you feel the movies are more of a communication to those that may be watching you from beyond? Yes, this is what this is. This is the basis for my whole life's work. Now, at that moment, I realized that aliens are in fact real, and that the aliens do show up. Are are there? Are they're there? Okay. In fact. The New York Times just released an article right. declassifying information mm-hmm. from their Navy pilots of unidentified flying objects right. that they cannot explain. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to call the New York Times. They have since blocked me. They have blocked me on Twitter. I am banned from their facilities as well. Oh, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what's going on. Have you taught? It's Bob, isn't it? The guy Bob. Uh, it's, it's a lot of people there who I feel are just not that they're hiding the truth, that they just don't want to face the truth they and are. may have evidence that could lead us to more discoveries. They are hiding. They are hiding yes. because what the New York Times article did, mm-hmm. what these Navy gentlemen did, and being as brave as they were, right. is they have said, mm-hmm. and there is video now, mm-hmm. that there are aliens out there. And so what I have learned in my research mm-hmm. is that UFOs, alien phenomenons, right. um, sightings, Close encounters. Experiences. These aren't random at all. Right. In fact, what happened is, is what I've learned is that the government back in 1982 got an idea. Yeah. Is that they were Mm. willing and able to want to communicate with our interstellar friends. Oh, yes. And that they got the idea from that movie that Spielberg did called The Terrestrial. You are referring to Project Phone Home. 
Project Phone Home. Thank you. You understand. Yeah. I am very much aware of this project. Uh, still, many of the documents are classified. They some are. are not. They are, but I was able to get my hands on them. And mm-hmm. basically, a general, very high up, on a Sunday, decided to take his family to E.T. Mm-hmm. He watched it. Light bulb. We can create a phone using yeah. household items. Yeah. We can get a direct line to these guys. And that once that bridge, that mm-hmm. interstellar bridge was established, right. I have learned, and, and this is this is no joke, right. aliens call us right. every time Absolutely. before they come here for a visit because they want to give us a heads up right. so that we can get it on camera because mm-hmm. what we're leading to yes. is a renaissance, a sort of Star Trek universe in which we all unite mm-hmm. and we go together into the stars. They're not here to hurt us. You feel it's there for me. I I believe that too. Sometimes the things that go bump in the night are not necessarily evil. Sometimes they are. That's also different phenomenon, different experiences. The spiritual realm. This is not so much the spiritual realm, though I do believe alien bodies and uh, um, alien organizations have the ability to go to places and planes of existence. We do not. Project Phone Home, which I do believe was funded by... Reese's Pieces, which was a front, a candy treat company created right. uh, to help uh, support Area 51 research, yes. alien phenomenon research, yes, and that. then was included uh, in the uh, film, uh, Extraterrestrial, yes. um, to uh, make it seem like product placement really was a funding. It was a funding. Yeah. You're correct. Your research has, has yielded... Fruitful results. This is probably one of the reasons why I'm banned from the New York Times facilities. Probably me too. But that's what I learned. And mm-hmm. so I've dedicated my life to contacting them yes. personally because I know that they took a very keen interest in me. Mm. Uh, I do believe that they have planted something behind my ear. Um, so can I show, can I, can I see? Is of it, course. Is of it course. with, is it with three? It is with the three yes. dots. Yeah, the I three have dots. seen pictures of that. The three before. dots. There is something there. Yes. I know it because every time... Right. Every time the ice machine dispenses new ice, right. I get a tingle right behind yes, the ear. Yes, a chill. It's a chill. It's, it's I believe... Co- collabor- a a, cor- a uh, corroborative cheer, cheer, a chill is what I'm trying to say. Something like that. <laughs> yes, I, I don't... Yes, I yes, think yes. it's the electricals. Yeah. I think when the when the ice machine needs to spin and, and dump the ice... Do you feel this has to do with some theories and some experiences shared describing the alien vessels as tremendously cold to human bodies? I would say that's correct, yes. I think there is a definite connection between ice and the alien bodies because... Mm-hmm. Now, many aliens are classified in different ways. There are the blues, which right. is our friends. Yeah. The grays, which mm-hmm. account for most of the abductions right. and the images that if you've They're seen that. They're a curious bunch. They are a curious bunch. Um, but they are also warmongers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to mince words here. Okay. If you've seen Communion, that wonderful movie with Christopher Walken, those are the grays. Mm-hmm. And they were there to harm him. The blues have been battling right. against the grays for longer than Jesus Christ was alive. Right. So what we have learned is, is that the blues, that basically the tides have turned. Mm. The blues have now pushed the grays to kind of like an outer rim, kind of like an uncharted area of sure. the galaxy where not a lot of people go. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of there now, and there's right. kind of a smaller group now. It's like they're right. kind of like farming now. They okay. kind of, they have a planet, and it's like they're really not going to get involved anymore because they kind sure. of lost. Sure, yes. Um, and so they're kind of there. So now the Blues have established contact with the United States, mm-hmm. and, and, and well... 
the world. <laughs> but do you believe they were asking for help in an intergalactic war or just a vacation spot for no, to get that, away from the action? Yes, because they at one point they were. But okay. at one point it were, but here's right. the problem. Okay. Their letter got messed up in the mail. Lost in translation. It got lost in translation. Literally. So that letter never made it to the desk of the generals. Okay. So what happened was that they ended up just kind of figuring it out themselves. Right. And so thankfully so, right? So right. the second letter that we did get from the blues was mm-hmm. like, never mind, disregard the first one. We right. got it. The grays are gone. Right. And so now what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a bridge between the two species. Right, right. And um, basically do what I've told you, which is try to, you know, explore the galaxy. But what I learned is that the gray and right. the blues at certain, certain times. Who do you feel contacted you that night in mission? Grays? Oh, it was the grays. Because of the abduction? It was the grays. It wasn't the blues inviting you to a party? No, no, the blues, the blues in fact, um, from okay. what I learned, and you can go to that website that you mentioned at the top. Right, um, right, right. At about that time, the blues contacted their general at the top of the, of the, of the food chain and, and said that wasn't us. Right. It wasn't us. Right. And uh, at the time, I didn't know that. I had to get my hands on the declassified documents. Uh-huh. Um, and when I did get my hands on them, I realized they still weren't declassified. Oh, uh, so you had some uh, I had contraband insi- I had documents. Some, I had an inside track. That's dangerous a place to be in. Uh, that's yeah. a dangerous place to be in. I knew one guy uh, back in Santa Maria, California, who was always on the run, believing he was on the run from McDonnell Douglas, the airline uh, manufacturer, oh. uh, that they had answers uh, that needed some explaining yeah. pertaining to uh, maybe some, uh, you know, experiments yeah. and things in the sky. Um let me ask you this question. Sure. Um, do you have you been? Do you feel as though you've been contacted again by anyone uh, following this incident? Was that the only one? Uh, what do you feel about other stories? It should be noted: thirty-three percent of UFO sightings do involve a object that is believed to be very fast coming to a quick and sudden stop in the air, Correct. which does not line up with any of uh, known man-made aerial transportation that is correct. vehicles. Yes. Uh, to answer your first question, yes, I believe that I've been contacted uh, every night since the incident. Right. Um, it comes in, the, in, in basically in dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, the dreams, um, it's hard to describe them visually, so I'll use words. Okay. Cold, scary, mm-hmm. algebra, mm. Mm. drinks, yeah. unicorns, Shiver, happy, mm. sad, okay. happy, again, feelings, mm. Mm. shiver again, yeah. And I want to say the last feeling is always it's always elusive, mm. elusive, elusive, elusive. That's pretty. So, but but they're visions, mm. and and usually. Now the Greys would give you visions of Armageddon. Mm-hmm. They would you would see the world burning. You would see nuclear weapons being used on each other. You would see these, this, and that. And those were some of the the dreams I had immediately following my abduction. Mm-hmm. However, since the Blues have taken power, you get what I just described, which is a mixed bag. I would say with all those words. Um, usually when the unicorn comes in, that's when I'm at my most happy because mm. it, it kind of reminds me of those old Care Bear cartoons. Oh, so the, that's those always classics nice. from yeah. the 80s there. But Grum- Grumpy Bear was always my favorite. Yeah. He's he's great. He yeah. doesn't appear in my dreams, but it's mostly the sure. guy with the heart. But yeah. he, but but from what I understand now is when, um, when, when I've talked to people mm. about this is that these visions, these words that come mm. to me, 
they are the the the, the, the blues communicating communicating with you. to you. Um, well. Basically, just telling you, it's like, we're still here. We're, we're still here. We're still working together. We're hanging around. And we're hanging around, and I believe that um, sooner or later, okay. they are going to show themselves because right now they're just doing quick flybys. The blues. The blues. Gotcha. They're, I think that's what was declassified. I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if they're grays or not. It might have been blues. It could have been grays. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a very you know topsy turvy time right now. A lot of movies have explored all this, so you could go back and check all these facts because they line up right to a T. Yeah, facts are out there if you want to. They are. They are. So right now, I do believe that the Blues are the ones that that visit us now. They're basically coming to kind of get... Basically, it's this idea that they're getting us ready for the grand entrance where everybody... Not just, just, you know, Earl on his farm in Iowa. Right. Who's going to... I saw that. Always unfortunate that those seem to be the creatures that find the UFOs. Right. Because what happens... I understand the credibility Every single time. Yes credibility. Yeah. No one believes them. I believe it's a statement on the uh, elite coasts uh, mm-hmm. having uh, bias against the flyover states, to be honest. Uh, exactly. I understand it. So what the Blues are basically doing is mm-hmm. that there is going to be a quote-unquote coming out party Okay. where all the Blues from their galaxies mm-hmm. will come. They're going to position themselves all over the world. In their craft? In their craft. Okay. And basically do kind of what that what happened to me in Michigan. They're mm-hmm. going to get everybody's attention. Okay. They're going to flash the lights. Everybody's going to go, shit, here we right. are. Right. Right. And then they're going to basically go, hi. Uh-huh. First contact. And that's, do you and believe that's when a new dawn of, of Earth will begin? This will be the new dawn. Absolutely. Because okay. right then and there, mm-hmm. whether it happens, as I've heard, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be September 17th, 2077 right is when they're they plan on doing this 2077 yeah they've been on their way for a while now so okay. they it's, it's it's interstellar travel right so it takes a while yeah. it does take a while so yeah. like for instance pack a bag of peanuts right yeah. the, the guys that we saw in michigan right they left in 1967 right you know and it took them 1967 to 2009 to get there many years for us it was many years for us but for them a scant few moments probably from what we know, from what it's we know. hard to tell. I've yeah. been trying. I'd love to get a blue on the show. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Um, I've been trying. Riley uh, Calbert, in the time we have remaining sure. here, do you feel as though we are on, on the cusp of a dawn of the a new Earth or an intergalactic war, or do you feel this is just a weekend getaway and we're making much ado about nothing? It's a loaded question. Uh, yeah. And I know you're probably still dealing with a lot of emotions. The, this idea that this is all hoaxes mm-hmm. and, and fabrications is, mm-hmm. is frankly insulting. Right. Um, right. I have been personally chosen by the Blues to mm. deliver a message. Selected. Which is a new dawn. A dawn of a new earth. A dawn of a new earth. Unders- they would not oh, lie to man. me. Wow. They would not lie to me and wow. come here and annihilate us. I've spoken with them. them. I do trust them. So if they land, you'll be the first to greet them with a flower of peace, not a weapon so. of war. I hope so. Kai is ready. Uh, is that the friend that was with you? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. But, uh, yeah, sorry. sorry. He is going to be with me. Right. We are both working together right okay. now. Um, we have built actually um, 
I don't know if you can see this. Mm-hmm. I've taken a picture. Yeah, uh, this show is me the, here. This is the really. This, this is, is your the, BlackBerry. Yes, this is my BlackBerry. Here. Here's the picture. So this okay. is what this is a six foot sign, six foot right deep, six foot wide, six by six by six. Wow, six six six. Right. Oh wow. That says that gave me chills. Welcome to Earth. Now we ran out of room here, so you okay. can't see the H. So it's welcome to so Earth. Guys, but they okay. we we so we have that sign. You're, you're prepared for their return. on our barn. Yep, it's there. And so what we're going to do is. In 2077, okay. we're going to go up on the roof, right? And we're going to basically, you know, pop some beers, right? <laughs> you know, maybe smoke some drugs, <laughs> and we're just going to be ready because they're going to come. They're right. going to usher in the new dawn, and they're basically going to say that the Greys are no longer right. That war is non-existent, and now they're going to help not only mm. the universe, but they're going to help. Basically, the first step is they're going right. to unite Earth. Right. Then we're going to unite together, and then off to the cosmos to you know, wow. Basically, do what that Captain Marvel did. Yeah, you know, do the do, it's, do the thing. It's beautiful to hear you describe it. Uh, Thank you. You know, uh, we believe that aliens have been here. Uh, your oh yeah, they've been here. Your take on the blues, uh, your take on the grays, I think, is stunningly accurate and lines up Thank with you. many other stories out there. Um, I focus sometimes a lot with what we think's already here. Uh, UFOs are often viewed as what is yet to come or shows up occasionally, but I do believe there are traces of them here, including technology. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think sure. uh, some of uh, we're waiting on them to unveil maybe a faster modem that they might have left behind to help us with their internet speed. I would believe it. Microwaves, I do believe in 1982, they perfected the art of microwaves and gave us an updated version of what we had failed to create properly. Yeah. Um, All that said, uh, Riley, Calvert, I cannot thank you enough for coming on here and being the first guest on Mysteries in the Unexplained on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. I hope it seems as though you are well-adjusted and uh, seem to be at peace with what happened to you as, as we close is is that accurate yeah well, i'm very much a peace um i think it, it really helps that i am on medication mm. i think it, it helps that i um you know uh, i i meditate mm-hmm. and i also think it helps that i have uh, an alien um metal piece in my ear right. that regulates my emotions so that that helps mm. that's interesting i wonder if that would help a lot of people in the world today an emotion Regulator. Uh, that is it uh, for the episode this week. I want to thank my guest, filmmaker, alien enthusiast, and perhaps envoy to our future friends, the Blues, Riley Calbert. Thank you again for coming in. Thank you for having me and for hearing my story. It means a lot. Absolutely. To hear more of his story, you can go to Riley Around on Twitter uh, and find out more about him. Uh, For those who are normal listeners of the Knapsack Files podcast feed, we thank you very much for supporting and giving this first show a try. We know uh, new shows can be different, and different, as we often learn in this world, is often met with a sense of the dubious and the untrusting. But I think if you'll give us a chance, you'll find... You'll be enthralled by mysteries and the unexplained. I'm Nolan Guthrie. We want to thank all of those who support the Knapsack Files podcast feed and Ken Knapsack on Patreon at patreon.com slash cadnapsack, including the executive producer tier, which is DJ Snacks, Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan X, Matthew Simon, Bador, Matt Thompson, the brothers Bahata, uh, Tamor and Abdul, Donna Long, Nathan Ovendale, and Zach Anderson, who lives in Wisconsin, 
the leading location of alien encounters over the last five years. We'll see you next time here on Mysteries and the Unexplained. <laughs>